So we're live with sports. We're doing a little conversation, having a little conversation about um, a lot that's happened in the last two weeks. We haven't done a sports episode in a while. And we actually have stuff to talk about for like yeah, all is. the major sports. Uh, which one do you want to start with? Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let's do baseball first. We can, there's a few things here we can knock out pretty quick. Baseball. So we had several teams clinched since the last time we've been on. Yes. Dodgers being one of them. Mm-hmm. Astros. Do- so the Dodgers have secured home field in the National League playoffs throughout. So that's great for them. Um, the Mets and Braves, they both clinched. They're also tied for the National League East as of this recording. And I don't think anyone else... Oh, here. So the Brewers are one game behind the Phillies for the last wild card spot. The Padres have one of the others. No one else is clinching in the National League. It's just the Dodgers, Mets, and Braves. Not true. The Cardinals just did it like an hour ago. Yes. The Cardinals just clinched. So we got four teams clinched in the National League. Um, in the American League, the Yankees, Astros, and Guardians have all clinched their division. Clinched yes. their divisions. A and much, I just much wanna, easier there. I just want to make note that uh, they clinched it in Toronto, which everyone picked to be the team that won the division. Yeah, so I remember that we were looking at the preseason stuff, and then the odds for Toronto coming out of the American League were like really high. I just we didn't get it. I never understood why they were so high on Toronto. I never. Under, I, I mean, they had some good good names, but it just didn't look like a team that was just like going to do what the Yankees did this year. No. Where they just went off to this massive lead over everybody. They, what was that? There was that one video I always plays in my head whenever they play against each other. Is uh, some, uh, I think it was a beat reporter or whatever for the Blue Jays was like, last year we saw the trailer. This year we're going to see the movie of them being successful. I was like, kiss my ass, dude. Like, your pitching isn't as good as you think it is. It was not Robbie a, Ray not left. Not a very good movie. Rob, <laughs> Robbie Ray left. And then, yeah, you had Barrios. Manoa, I would argue, was your best pitcher. Gosman, especially since when Gosman plays the Yankees, it didn't really factor in too much. Um, we seem to have had his numbers number for the most part. I know there was one time he kind of cut us up, but the other two times, I think, including the other day, we kind of got to him. But yeah, terrible movie. Yeah. Terribly misled movie. Yeah. Misleading movie. You know, the other one that was misleading based on movies ever for me was Moneyball, because going into it, I I didn't know really what it was about. I just saw that it was a movie about the athletics, and in my head, I'm just like, what has ever happened in Oakland athletics history that's been interesting to make a movie about? Like, I went in with, like, no expectations. Jose Canseco. And then it was really good. And then Moneyball is, like, one, one of the better baseball movies, which is great. Um, with hardly any baseball. Yeah, with not that much baseball. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, this Toronto Blue Jays movie. Pretty fucking trash, dude. Yeah, well, it's Flad's house. That's okay. Maybe the sequel next season will be better. Mm-hmm. You know, horror movies have sequels all the time, and they progressively don't get better. Them and, um, I'd say the biggest disappointments was them and, um... Chicago, the White Sox. They should have been better. Yeah. Like, I, I looked, when I was looking at the divisions to pull up who uh, clinched today, uh, I saw the Guardians, and they were, like, coasting. Like, there's no one near them in that division. I'm just like, right. oh, my God, what happened to the White Sox? They were supposed to be really good. And I think a lot could be said 
about Tony Larusa maybe not being a good fit as manager. But I don't know. I didn't like him when he threw his player under the ben- uh, under the bus a couple of years ago. Mercedes, when the guy like hit a grand slam when they were winning, the guy spent like a bunch of years in the minor leagues. He's like, oh, I hate it when players do when players run up the score like that. It's just not what you do. It's fuck you, dude. Uh, I'm glad to not see him there no more. Uh, otherwise, that's really all for in terms of clinching. Um, other stories in baseball are all highlighted around home run stuff. So, big story. Alvaro Pujols got the 700 home runs. Gotta say, going into the year, I didn't think he was going to be able to do it, given the home run numbers his last few years. He's certain, sitting at 21 on the year, and he hit an even. he's got an even 700. And he hit two of them in one game at Dodger Stadium. And I'm pissed, because... <laughs> Me and my dad were we and my dad were even looking. It was like, are they televising this game? Cardinals and Dodgers. Pujols is going for seven hundred. He's a two away, but that's still a really good series. And no, it was there was no there was not on TV. It was like, all right, no big deal. He's not going to hit two today. And then an hour later, I pulled the box score and it's like, oh, they got a uh, Dodgers getting trashed. Let me just go down. Oh, he hit them both. Okay, there it is. Yeah, let me just scroll scroll to ESPN. There it is. Pujols hit seven hundred home runs. So. um... Fuck everybody, uh, YouTube TV and all the all the programs that don't have the Dodgers and Cardinals being televised nationally. Fuck you guys. Um, but otherwise, congrats for Pujols. I'm very glad that he did it. Um, you missed out on the game by two days. Yeah, I had tickets to that Sunday game, but we did see his last at-bat at Dodger Stadium. So What are you doing that last at-bat? Struck out. That's too bad. <laughs> I am glad if he did not, he did not get the, the home run... In St. Louis, if there was a place he could get it, otherwise, I'm glad it was LA. Spending all those years on the Angels, he had a one year with the Dodgers where everybody loved him. He's just one of those guys that's just like universally loved. Um, yeah, I don't think it mattered where he hit it. No, like Dodger Stadium, they're down 5-0 and the whole crowd is just cheering like crazy. Yeah, you just don't see that very often. But except I did find one video of one guy booing him just before he hit it. <laughs> I hope that guy has a terrible, <laughs> terrible rest of the year. Uh, yeah, great for Pujols. Glad, glad to see him get it. Um, the other home run story of the year is Aaron Judge trying to go for the American League record at 61. He is currently at 60, and he walked four times Oops. today. He walked four times in the game today. Yes, he did. He's walked 11 times in the seven games since his last home run. Getting real sick of it. So people are finally figuring out how to pitch to him. It's called not pitching to him. There's a, there's a few players in this league who you'd be better off walking every single time they come to the plate. Their averages on the season would actually go down. Um, he only had one... Think about that. He only had one official at-bat today. Yeah. That's that's freaking nuts. Yeah. Teams should do that more often. Just pitch around him. He's just going to hit a home run off you anyway. Did you see his on-base percentage for the for the last whatever? No, is it over 500? It's something nuts. He's <laughs> been on... I, I don't know the percentage because I'm not a math guy. Um... It's like something like 17 out of 31 appearances he's been Yeah, that's over 50. Yeah. Goddamn. Oh, here. Hold on. I I had this link saved. So I looked up the home run listing all time for Pujols because I I wanted to – I was just curious about it. And uh, he's number four behind only Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Barry Bonds. But I also noticed that Babe Ruth did it in like a few thousand – like 3,000 less at-bats. Um, but this will reference, there's a stat here on the, 
uh, fewest number of at-bats per home run in their career. This was a pretty interesting stat to look like. So, you know, just how many at-bats they go through until they hit uh, until they hit a home run. Do you know who would his number one, and it's actually number one by a pretty decent margin. What was this statistic again? The fewest at-bats per home run. Of people on the list of... Yeah. This seems fucking ludicrous. This says Mark McGuire would get hit a home run every 10.6 at-bats. Yeah, but was it the athlete? No, it was him on the Cardinals. Maybe. But yeah, fucking crazy some of these stats. Uh, McGuire was number one. Babe Ruth was number two. Aaron Judge is number three. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was going to say Bonds because Bonds apparently... Bonds was number four. ...had very few at home, homerless at-bats when he was in his race for 70 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jim Tomey's on there as well. Uh, but I have to go all the way down to... I have to go down to 41 to find Pujols. But still, Judge, number three. That was pretty cool to see. And we'll see what happens if he gets his record. I think he's going to get it. He's still got plenty of time. It just matters if people are going to end up pitching to him. I think he'll get it. There's a good I think he'll get week it and a half of games left. I think he'll get it. I wonder, because he had a lot of multi-home run games this year, too. I wonder if he'll do the same thing Pujols did and just tie it and then break it in the same game. I'm not sure. I would love to see him break it because I feel like... Just rip off the mandate. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I, at this point, I'm just hoping he ties it. Because I think it would stink to just be To get that right close there. and just not get it. Yeah. Still, 60 is a pretty good number. No, 60 really is amazing. Good, really fucking crazy good number. Uh, but, yeah. Anything else for baseball? We can move on to something else? Uh, no. We can move on. All right. Um... Let's talk NBA, because we actually get to talk about NBA. Uh, media day just passed. So they're talking to the players. The one thing I heard that was, like, really unusual and just understandably awkward was the Suns. I, uh, I heard some dude compared it to a funeral. Because, I mean, like, usually players come out. They'll be very excited for the new season because, like you know, it's media day, so it's like the vibes start building up. The season starting, the preseason yeah, the starting. Yeah, excitement up. starts. Yeah, preseason starts on Friday, so we're we're a few days away from the preseason starting. Um, players come in, they're joking around, they're talking about how much how, how good in shape they are. Like Zion looks like he lost a lot of weight. James Harden jokingly said he lost a hundred pounds. Um, but then the Suns come out, and then it's just so fucking somber. And there, one guy, the guy was just like, yeah, I think maybe one person gave us even half a smile. Because they had this Robert Sarver thing going on over them. He finally agreed to sell the team. And, yeah, so the, the Suns are kind of in shambles right now. Oh, Jay Crowder. I just remember Jay Crowder wants out. Because he didn't get the starting spot on the team. Cam Johnson got on the, this. On the Suns? Yeah. Cam well, didn't jo- Cam Johnson play better anyway? Yeah, he is better. He should He should be starting. But Jay Crowder does not like that he's not starting. So why so are you? I never out. understand that. Why are you upset? Play better. Why do people? Why are people getting all bitchy about starting stars? What's I, wrong with being a six man? There's I don't. A, there's nothing wrong with being a six man. I would care more about the number of minutes that I play more than I care about if I'm starting or not. I don't understand these t- these players that are like I want out because I was beat for my position. Yeah, like it's like play better. Why don't you play better? And because no offense, like Jay, it's Jay's no slouch. Like but he's, he's a role player. He's a role player. He's always ever, that's always ever been. But the thing. But the thing is, is like, why can't you just? Oh man, I have a great chance on this team. 
Because you want to know where you go when you have a problem on a team this big, right? Yeah. Where do you go? Look, here's the thing. You can either be a role player or you can be on a winning team. You can't get bo- you can't get both all the time. There's only a handful of starters on contending teams. Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you what team he goes to. What Miami? No. What? Because these players get traded. They don't get traded to contenders. They go to oh, they're they go, go to, to the, Sacramento or Detroit or, or something. Detroit or oh, something. Detroit actually. Well, no, they just took on uh, Bogdanovich. Oh, which I love. They fucking robbed the Jazz. I did not understand that trade at all. Yeah, I know. they made some Saban, Saban Lee and Kelly Olynyk. They get oh, fucking Olynyk. <laughs> they say they got such good returns for Gobert and Mitchell, and then they turn around and just give the, away Bogdanovich. The last two transactions they made with another team. I feel like they they stole because it was this for for Bogdanovich and then the other one was for the draft uh, in the draft for uh, Ivy or Dur- uh, I'm sorry Duran. That sounds familiar. Yeah, who they trade for? Well, I mean, was it, who'd they give up? I don't remember. Uh, they gave up. It was a someone not important enough to remember at least. It was a draft pick next year and or a couple draft picks next year and somebody else I don't remember. I could look it up, but I, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up while we're, while we're talking. Yeah, and you know what sucks? It won't that, be that hard. To find. You know who's probably the most fit is probably Bogdanovich because there are. I mean, contending teams would. The, he's like the kind of guy that would go at the trade deadline. Like it'd be the most popular uh, trade target at the trade deadline. Teams looking for that a little bit extra to try and push him over the edge because he's a salt, he's a quality player. And uh, they just gave him away. I remember shitting on the Kelly Olynyk pickup for when the Pistons first got him. And now they got bogey out of them. So it was a it was a great turnaround. Good for them. Um by the way, it says here that Walker ninety days ago, of course, was finalizing a buyout, but he was listed on our Who? Uh, Kimball Walker. Oh, Kimball Walker? I he forgot. was listed on our training camp roster. So how does that work? I remember they were uh, maybe they didn't go through with it. I don't remember. He's completely fallen off the map. I almost feel like he should stay. He'd be uh-huh. a good he's not he's not He's not well, what, what you don't I mean, what you don't want is him taking minutes away from Cunningham. But he's not going to take. Kind of like how how Houston didn't want John Wall to play because they wanted to give Jalen Green all the minute uh, all the minutes and all the touches. But Kemba Walker wouldn't get that many playing minutes on any team, minus a. Uh, Isn't that sad? Uh, he was going to get a max contract from the Charlotte Hornets, and now he can't. Now he's almost almost out of the league. It's crazy how quick some careers go. He should not have signed with Boston. Um, it was a trade for Jalen Duran, but um... Boston does this every year now. Boston signs some guard for one year, and then they trade them or dump them or something happens. Because they, it... they had Kyrie, one year gone. Kemba, one year. I think it was one or two years gone. Uh, they got they picked up Fournier, gone. He went to the Knicks. Then uh, who was it? they picked up Schroeder? Didn't even finish the season. Didn't even finish the season out. They keep picking up guards over and over again. They don't play because Tatum and Brown want the ball in their hands instead, and they never sign big guys. So I found that the Pistons sent a Hornets first round pick that they got. Um, mediocre first round pick. They- says that, uh, let me read the tweet because I think I'm confusing myself. The Pistons are sending the Hornets the 2025 first round pick via Milwaukee. In the Duran trade, sources tell ESPN Detroit got that pick from Portland in the Jeremy Grant deal. Oh, okay, okay. So we basically flipped so the Grant pick 
for a higher pick. Yeah, basically. You're good with that. No, I'm... Uh, yeah, Milwaukee. There's a, a Milwaukee pick? Who gives a fuck about a Milwaukee pick? To, to be completely honest and not biased, this is one of the coolest teams I think I've seen in my lifetime. Because it's like... Young and exciting? Young. And it's like three positions are top picks. Yeah. That's... How often do teams get that? Not very often. It's not often teams get really high on that. You know who is going to have a team like that? Is Next season is going to be the Thunder. Because yeah, because they have every home, pick in them. On. And then Holmgren got, uh, got hurt. So they're already gonna, so they're basically going to go this year without oh, their yeah, top he did. pick. He got hurt in the, the yeah. pickup. Uh, what's it called? The uh, I forget what what it was called. Who knows? Who's who's surprised? That dude is a fucking It's a pro-am game. That's yeah. all I remember. That dude is a fucking twig. Who did not see that coming? And he also got it defending LeBron. Is that when it was? I think it I was, actually, yeah. I didn't actually see I it. I think uh, if, uh, if, I find the, if I find the video, I'll send it to you, but I'm pretty confident it was, it was LeBron. If you can figure out his long-term health, then the Thunder are going to have him and then another top pick next season. They're going to have like two, get two top picks in, uh, in one year is basically what it's going to feel like. Which is going to be great for them because they're already crazy young and they have like uh, Gilgris Alexander, who's, who's awesome. Um, Who everybody wants for yeah. some reason. Well, because he's because he's young, he's fast, and he just got paid. So good for him. Um, I was gonna say something else. What else are we gonna talk about? Oh, I was saying because Holmgren is a fucking twig, and I'm not surprised he got hurt. You know who I'm surprised has never had a major injury on them yet is Brandon Ingram, because he's he's it was the same build, super tall, super skinny twig, and I always had. Panic attacks watching Ingram play because I just feel like his neck, leg is going to snap every time he takes a step. Uh, but he's dodged that for the most part in his career, and it's not like he's bulked up at all either. Not that I've noticed recently. He's still a fucking twig. Is what it is. Though. Good player though. Yeah, he's a great player. I always saw him as like a little mini Durant. Durant's so tall. Yeah, he's, you see him. It's it's that's why he's so good. It's stupid that someone with his frame is has handles and can shoot the ball as well as he does. It's fucking ludicrous. It's literally impossible to block him one-on-one. Just pray that he's on an off day. Yeah, basically. Um, Are we going to talk football? No, I got one more thing. Okay. Uh, so I mentioned reg- the preseason starts Friday. Regular season starts October 16th. That's a, uh, October 18th. That's a Tuesday. Uh, Sixers at Celtics. Great matchup. Lakers at Warriors. Potential blowout. Obviously, the Warriors are going to lose. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously not. Uh, and then the, the one deal that did also happen was CJ McCollum got a two-year extension with the Pelicans. So confused. So now that he is committed to the Pelicans for the next four years for $133 million. It's a lot of money. But if you're the Pelicans, you have Valanciunas at center. You have Zion coming back who looks like he's in much better shape. You have Brandon Ingram there already. Uh, they got Herb Jones, who had an awesome rookie year. I think this is fine. Jose because Alvarado, who's an interesting role player. Exactly. They need more guards, though. So they needed to commit to McCollum here because he played great with them when he played last season. He averaged like 25 points a game when he was with them. Uh, I think this is a great signing, and I think the Pelicans are going to be like a sneaky. I don't want to even say sneaky because if Zion shows up, they're going to be insane. Because they made playoffs last year, right? Or they were at least in the plan. They were good. They were. I think they made the playoffs. Yeah. They were a quality team, and then you're adding Zion, who 
when when he's on the court is like exactly what they've signed him for. He's like a twenty seven and ten player. He's insane. Um, he's just a big as a bully, and uh, I think yeah, the, if he's healthy, they the Pelicans might be one of the most exciting teams to watch next season. But they're now committed to McCollum for the next four years, and a fuck ton of money. Fuck ton of money. Uh, yeah. So that's NBA, NFL. Yeah, your Colts won. Congratulations! They did. They I beat, called that. They. I uh, won money on that. Thank uh, you. You're welcome. I'm. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, it was. It was a great, very was strange. A great I was at the Dodger game, in line to get um, ice cream, which I never got. It's a story on its own. But um, <laughs> you, wait, what? You never got it? No. Uh, I'll get that into another another time. You know what? That'll be a story for when we do a playoff. Baseball okay. episode. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was, I pulled it up on my phone after I sit in this damn wine for so long, and I saw the score, and I kind of, like, dropped my hands to my side and went, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't... They're so confusing. It's so weird, and then, but it made a little more sense when I watched highlights, because it looked like... It looked like, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but Mahomes, it look, it seems to always has trouble against I, um, Indianapolis. It definitely looked like Mahomes starting to feel the lack of Tyreek Hill at the moment. Yeah, so, because I, I know the last time we faced them, we won and we were underdogs at that time, too. Yeah. I mean, and I think that was their, um, I think that was their uh, Super Bowl season. 2019, wasn't it? I don't remember. Okay. So, uh, when I watched it, I was like, oh, we didn't... It's not like we, like, were beating them and they came back. It was... We were beating... It was kind of like a little bit of back and forth, and then they were making a drive, and then we caught a tipped pass interception with, like, a minute left. <laughs> Which, a minute left to Patrick Mahomes is a fucking uh, hour. A fucking eternity, yeah. So... I always wonder when teams face Mahomes, do they, when they get the ball, like let's say they they have the ball and there's like two minutes, 20 seconds left. Yeah. Right? Um, or let's, let's turn around. It's a little bit over a minute. Yeah. Does, does the opposing team kneel four straight times? To milk as much as they can out of the clock, e- even if it leaves him thirty seconds. Fuck no. Okay. Here's the deal. here's the way here's the because this happens all the time. Teams do this all the time. They just try to take as much time with the clock. They don't they don't try to pass the ball for the first down or anything because it's just like we don't want to accidentally give them more time. The they push out and they lose games for it. They have to look at it this way. You either what do you trust more? Do you trust your defense to stop Mahomes, or do you trust your offense to get one first down? And way too many teams opt for, I trust my defense against Patrick Mahomes. And that's such a fucking mistake. There is a reason that all these these players, all these quarterbacks, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, even Ed Rogers does this shit all the time with his Hail Marys. Don't give them the ball back. Just go for the, just go get the fucking first down. I feel like... If you don't get the first down, then punt it. You're honestly... Is, there's only so much of a difference between one minute and 20 seconds nowadays with the way that these players play. They throw the ball down down the field twice, and then in 10 seconds, they're in field goal range. 
That's why I feel comfortable having um, Jonathan Taylor around. Because it's like, at least I know if we were ever in that situation, we can give the ball to him and there's a good chance a couple runs will get us that first down. Yeah. Titans, because, like, Titans have Derrick Henry. I'm sure they're very yeah. confident in just, like, just give, just give the fucking tank the ball. Or just trust him to go forward. Or the Cowboys have anyone but Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pollard, <laughs> my man, Pollard. Because uh, I feel like, dude, the, the Cowboys and Giants game on Monday was so fucking boring. Up until the oh, end. Oh, really? You think so? I watched up, the couple... up until the end. I watched the like the first three quarter. Uh, the first half was unfucking bearable. Uh, it was six to three. Why didn't you watch the Manning cast? It would have been better. Because I was bowling. Oh. Yeah, I was bowling. <laughs> so we we were shitting on that game the entire time. Uh, up until the, like CD Lamb dropped a wide open. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I was just like unfucking believable. And he was like, then he has that insane one handed catch at the end of the game too. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, one. it was it was the play of the game. It was one of those reach out one hand, bring it in. It, it was sick. So he uh, made up for it. Yeah, he made up for it, and they won the game for it. Did you see what happened at the end of that game though? No. Fucking Sterling Shepard was like jogging, and towards ACL. He was jogging. He was like, it, I, I just remember him. It was not. It was a non-contact contact injury, and he just collapsed and came out today torn ACL. That poor dude. I have drafted him in like, like three of the last four years for fantasy football, and I gave up on him this year because something always happened. He would get concussions. He would get hurt, and then he tore his Achilles, and I gave up on him. And I, I cannot do it. He breaks my heart so much. It breaks my heart so much watching him get hurt all the time. And then he just tears his ACL here, and I, I feel like that's going to be it for his career because the dude just cannot stay healthy. And so it like is a Saquon so, thing? It is so heartbreaking. Uh, Saquon Barkley has looked awesome this year. Yeah, I saw that he had, like, the most uh, most yards or most rush – most total yards from scrimmage yeah, or something like that at that point. He's been killing it. Um, so the Giants are no longer a part of the undefeated teams of football. We are down to the Dolphins and the Eagles. The Dolphins, who uh, beat the Ravens and the Bills in back-to-back weeks, to so hold on to that. So the Dolphins, like, they're, they're fucking for real. Uh, did you see the butt punt in that in the Dolphins-Bills game? I saw the, the, the butt punt, and I saw the, uh, what would you call the Orlovsky 2? The running out of the back of the end zone. Oh, Yeah. I saw him on Twitter, just like, I'm free! Yes! He's not, but in honesty, you're not free, you're just both His now. was His was so much worse. His was so much worse. His was way worse. I gotta be honest, I thought from, uh, I only saw the video once, but I, for a moment I thought Garoppolo was gonna get away with it. Yeah, because I, I, I think it was, for the other guy, for whatever his name was, he ran out of bounds, and I, and I think it was that play where I heard the commentator like, yeah, he has no idea where he is right now. It's just like, oh my god. It was so bad. Uh, but it was just, per- it was pretty funny that it was Jimmy Garoppolo of all people who just, they've, they've been trying to get rid of all season. And then Trey Lance gets hurt, now he's got his job back. And then everybody thinks it's back. the second coming of yeah, Garoppolo. Yeah, he's like, nah, dude, he's stepping yeah. out of the end zone. Um, yeah, so, but the Dolphins are absolutely for real right now. They are killing it. Um, speaking of the Bills and Ravens, they're going to play each other next week. That's going to be my game of the week. That looks like it's going to be a sick game. Because Lamar Jackson is a fucking monster with, like, the most fantasy points ever by a player three weeks in. He's just in, in fucking insane. Um, I love to see it. Now, believe it or not, the Lions are the, the second highest scoring team in the league. 
and I fe- I learned this on Red Zone le- on Sunday, that up until the fourth quarter of that game, yes, on Sunday, I forgot. I already forgot who they played. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the Lions had scored a touchdown in 17 consecutive quarters. It's over four games in a row where they had a touchdown every single quarter. That's actually really fucking impressive. Well, let's hope they continue that trend. No, it's over. Oh. They lost in, the, in their fourth quarter. But still, really impressive that they were able to pull, they're pulling that shit off. How's Goff doing over there? Uh, Good enough to get touchdown in 17 consecutive quarters. I don't hear his name very often, but he must be doing something right if they're getting the, touch, if they're getting the touchdowns. Um, What's not doing anything right is their defense. Because the Lions are the second highest scoring team, but they're also giving up this, the uh, the most points in the league. So yeah, I think they've given up like ninety something, ninety nine something uh, points or so, and the Buccaneers have given up like twenty seven. <laughs> but they lost to the fucking Packers. I'm not surprised. Mike Evans is, was suspended. Um, yeah, for debt. What was it? Decking Lattimore or whatever. Yeah, I didn't even go back and watch the plays. It's like whatever. I just saw a picture of Evans, and he's got like his hands on the upper part of Lattimore's jersey, and Lattimore looks like his legs have been kicked out from under him. I was like, Mike Evans probably gets suspended. Yeah, it's not the first time he's been suspended for attacking that same dude. Right. It's the, like uh, the history plays into it. Uh, it's like uh, Odell Beckham and Josh Norman. No, I think it's uh, Corlin Finnegan used to have fits with uh, Andre, Andre Johnson. Johnson. I remember. I remember that one play where they got into it. That was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. But like Corlin Finnegan used to pick fights all the time. He was just he was that kind kind of like that kind of player, like yeah. a Patrick Be- the Patrick Beverly. But I mean, football. corners typically are shit talkers, so it doesn't. Yeah, you're right, because Josh Norman was always into it. Richard Sherman always loved to talk shit. Yeah, cornerbacks do that. Whatever happened to Josh Norman? He sent that big contract with the Redskins, and what happened to him? Um, I don't know. You don't hear his... I'm going to Google him real quick. I don't think he's playing anymore. Corner Cornerbacks' careers can disappear in the blink of uh, blink of an eye. Uh, he's a free agent. And there's not really, like, stats or anything I can really go off of. Uh, he, w- he played for Washington... For a few years, then he did one year in Buffalo and one year in the 49ers, and he has not played this year. He's still starting, but I I, I don't I'm not the kind of guy who pays so much attention to defense where I'm going to remember all these players. Uh, it is what it is. All right. Do we have anything else? Or are we going to close it out? Yeah, my Chargers are all beat up. Oh, uh, Chargers are beat up. Yeah, but you want to know something? Herbert wanting to stay in the game every time he gets hurt, though, or wanting to play even though he's hurt. Good for him. It's very Philip Rivers. I wouldn't let. I would never let him if I was a coach. I couldn't. Uh, but when he was hurt in week two, and he had, there was like a towards the end of that game when he had he just had a run down to get a first down. It was third. It was third down. It was right before the best play of the game. He like he like was gonna throw it, and then he just got in so much pain, he just threw the ball straight down when you could have just ran to the th- to the first down. And I was just watching, just like. Bro, you got to take this. This this guy is our franchise. You got to take him out of the game before he's gone for the year. He can't even run. He's in so much pain. And then the next play, he throws like a thirty-five yard fourth down conversion. And it's just like okay, whatever. So he, he, he can do whatever he wants. He's just insane. So do you think he plays this? Because isn't he questionable for the, this no, weekend? No, he well he played and then he struggled. I mean the the Chargers look like shit against the Jaguars. They just got embarrassed. Um, they lost later for the year, which sucks. 
Keenan Allen was out again. So the basically the, the game plan was um lock down Mike Williams and then have and then trust that a, a busted up Herbert can't beat you with third string receivers. And they couldn't do it, so they were fucking trash. I'm I mean the team is so well rounded, but man, he's he looks so like he's in so much pain all the time. I don't know how he can heal playing football every week. No. I See, mean, that's the thing with football players is like, especially with him with the, like a rib injury. The like ribs are the worst. They're so painful and they just linger. It just sucks because it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah. Like he he's gonna obviously want to play through it, but what do you? He's your franchise, obviously. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it depends. I mean, uh, it comes down to what the, what the doctors say. I mean, if he can come back in a month, fine. The AFC West is looking so fucking trash right now. You might actually be able to pull something out. <laughs> the Raiders are one of the three winless teams yet so far. The I still Bron- can't believe that. The Broncos look like fucking Who garbage. Who they play? They haven't really played any. The Raiders. Yeah. They played the Chargers. They lost. They lost to the Cardinals on that fumble in overtime oh, last yeah. week, and then they they lost to the Titans. And they they cost me a bunch. Well, I could have won a lot more money if they won that game. Uh, I could not. I couldn't believe the Raiders lost to the Titans to go and three. That was pretty disappointing. They should not be zero and three. The Broncos, on the other hand, should be zero and three because they are so bad. It is unbelievable how I can't believe how bad their offense is with Russell Wilson. Like you going into the season is just like all right. They've got Javante Williams. They've got. Uh, and Melvin Gordon at running back. They got great running uh, running back duo. They have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, two really talented wide receivers. And you just throw in Russell Wilson, Super Bowl running quarterback, who's just who can uh, who's been so, so good and it's just trash. It's just utter trash week after week. They looked they look so bad. It's unbelievable. I couldn't. <laughs> this was supposed to be the best division in football, and it's looking like one of the worst. Um. Yeah, they're just going to take her, uh, Herbert week by week. Because the opportunity is still there to make playoffs. But, uh, yeah, they, it, it, it's brutal watching watching him play right now. I've got nothing else. I'm going to go cry. Um, I don't think I have anything else either. But we appreciate everybody listening, and we'll do another episode soon.